Spook, spooky guy time, boy. What's the spookiest thing of all? Do you know? What you just did? <laughs> yeah, other than that. Um, they say the spookiest monster is the one that strikes later than you would expect. Really? We're doing a late Halloween episode, sort of, kind of. Half, half late Halloween, half Dune. 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 Which, um, yeah, but this is the, oh, I realize we never do this part at the beginning, which we probably should. We, this is the Oh Brother Let's Talk Now podcast. It is that. With two brothers. <laughs> we are, in fact. It's not a scam. Siblings. It's not a scam. We're it's not a scam. This is true. Why would I lie about that, if anything? I was about to say, I mean, if, if I had to lie one way or the other, when it came to this situation, I'd be like, I don't know the guy. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, we talk about different things. We talk about life, mostly entertainment, mm-hmm. I think, pop culture. And who knows, you know, we're not tied down to anything. Not tied down to anything. This could be a cooking podcast next week for all we know. No. Probably no, not that. I don't think so. I don't think that, but who knows. We might go into more of Ethan's repertoire one day. For sure. War movies, Western movies. War, no, I like war movies. I yeah, will say that. But sure anyway, so where do you do you think we should get the Halloween stuff out of the way for? The main reason I'm doing this is because I came up with a pretty cool Halloween logo for the Halloween episode. Yeah. And so, I don't want it to go to waste. Oh, for sure. Completely understood. So this will be a, when will this come out? November 5th. This will be a November 5th surprise halloween episode half halloween half dune Dune. yeah which i always have to say dune (laughs) (laughs) anyway so what do you you want to start halloween you want to start dune we'll start with halloween okay so my my brilliant idea about the halloween episode was because i don't know if you're aware of this but we actually grew up together did you know that? Um, I try to block most of that. We grew up out. adjacent to each other. We, we grew up in the same room. Horizontal. We were brothers. We were brothers. We were We're still brothers. brothers. There was a time. What was it? There will... What was that? I almost combined There will be blood and... What's the brother... Band of brothers. I almost combined There will be band of brothers. There will be a brother band. The naked brother band. Dear God. <laughs> anyway... We're we're three minutes in and we have it. Okay. So the theme for this late Halloween <laughs> episode is movies and just things in general that scared me and Ethan as children. Yeah. You, I would say, were, we were scared in different ways as kids. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I was more existentially scared of reality. Right. <laughs> no. But I got a little list here. And we won't, we won't dabble too long in this because I know people want to talk about Dune. but uh or hear us talk about they can't actually talk yet so number one i don't know if you remember this movie do you remember the batman versus dracula movie yeah dude that was on fox kids or something you remember how freaky that was it was pretty weird you remember no i remember when we were young and we got it on like from like that video store that was down Remember we used to drive to that video store? Oh, Hollywood Movies. I think it was Hollywood Movies. Yeah. It was down past where the McDonald's goes down. The ramp for the McDonald's over here goes down. And it's like right across the street. Huh. Hollywood Movies was in town. I don't know. 
Yeah, the one I'm talking about was like a like a family owned little just That's Hollywood thing. Or maybe Hollywood movies was big. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, we rented that, and horrifying. Especially, I mean, the Batman show was like not like overly kiddie, but it was obviously for kids. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched it for Halloween because I like to watch Halloween movies around Halloween or scary movies. Uh, let's be careful with the word scary movies, dude. There is there is a part in that movie. What I'm saying, you don't watch scary movies. I'd say this is a scary movie. You need to stop. There's literally a part where Batman fights a vampire Joker in a blood bank. And there's a part where they knock, you remember this? They knock over like a shelf and it hits a wall and it's kind of at at an angle. And all of the blood just pours down and it's literally raining on the vampire Joker. And he's covered in blood and like he's licking it off of himself. And it's just horrifying. Like... It's pretty messed up stuff, dude. Pretty odd. Pretty weird. Especially for yeah. Fox kids. Yeah. I remember going to bed after watching that movie and being real scared. Which, like, three months after we were kids, what became Fox Kids is, like, Family Guy. Which is American crazy. Dad. We grew up with the Batman, and I think there was a Pokemon that I mean, played. I pretty much watched, like, PBS cooking shows oh, yeah. and... You know what? Side tangent. You know what always made me mad about PBS? And wildlife shows when I was a kid. That's about it. It was like PBS cut off when you got home from school. No, it just PBS became adult. Which I liked the adult stuff even as a kid. I like some of it. Like I like when they... The cooking stuff was cool to me. Yeah. And then the, they always had some... Every, every couple of days they'd have some wildlife stuff going on. I just remember being mad when Arthur cut off. Because I knew that was when... It was like Antiques Roadshow or something. See, I liked that show. It was cool. Rip to, to me, but that show was all right. See, I, I didn't mind like when they were like, here's like an ancient artifact from Tasmania. Ancient, like, yeah, Romania or something. Yeah. But when this guy was like. I mean, different places. And like my, gra- <laughs> my grandma gave me this quilt and I'm pretty sure it's worth some money. And I was like, okay, cool. I guess. I, I always know. wanted to see a guy come in and like, be like, hey. This is all my my brother got the house, and my sister got the cars, and the inheritance, and I got this quilt, and they promised me it was worth millions. And the guy turns the quilt over, and it says Macy's. Oh, on good the tag. lord! You know what I'm saying? I would have loved to have seen that. And the guy, you just you just hear a faint gunshot in the back. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just I always wanted the, the same scenario, but when he gets there, he's like, "My brother got the house, my sister got the car." All I got was the sword Excalibur. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. All but, I got was the gun that killed Abraham Lincoln. Which I'll tell you this, the antique roadshow guy, at least they could walk away with their head held high. Not like the Pawn Stars people. Oh, absolutely. They're literally like, these are. this is the crown of thorns that Jesus wore when he was crucified. And they're, and they're like, Bet, best I can do is $3. Yeah, <laughs> like the, that guy. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, man. What a, what a coward. That guy's a coward. What a coward. He's got some son. His son looks like a <laughs> degenerate, dude. I know, but my favorite character is the old man. Just because that one meme was like, "Those guys lied to me" or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty fun. But anyway, I like Chumley. Yeah, I like Chumley He's too. Funny. Which okay, let's move to my number two. Do you have any, or did you just come here? To I listen? just came to talk <laughs> with you. I mean, I have some, but it's actual scary movie. See, I didn't watch that stuff. Right. I still don't watch that stuff. Two uh-huh. Mars Attacks. Remember Mars Attacks? I do. What a weird movie. Weird. Super we weird. the VHS cover scared me because it was at our nana and papa's house, and they had like a wall of VHSs, and you'd pull it down, and it was just like this horrifying alien thing, 
And then I think we watched, I never watched the full thing. We watched a little bit of the movie Mm -hmm. and like Pierce Brosnan gets turned into a dog or something. Yeah. Just a weird, weird. Super weird. Movie. And those aliens are terrible. I don't even know if they kill them in the end. I'm assuming they do. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan's a dog forever now. That's, I mean, the, don't really come back from why that. I haven't been seeing him in as many movies. So that scared me as a kid. Number three, Jaws. See, Jaws never got me. Now, I do... I thought it was cool, for sure. You are scared of water for some reason, though, I, when I'm, we were kids. No, no, no. I'm scared of what is lurking in the depths. That's what I'm saying. You've always been that way, though, is what I'm saying. If I can see down there, I'm pretty good. But... Like you're comfortable in a bathtub, but once you yeah. get away from that, <laughs> I'm comfortable in a bathtub. I'm comfortable in the shallow end of the pool at the right. YMCA. Yeah, but when you jump in, I always imagine that the diving board that I'd go down and there'd just be like a shark waiting. I mean, I guess it's possible. You know, what would be the most horrifying thing to me. There are people who, when they shut down the Jaws ride, were like, "I'm going to go swim in that." I don't care if it's an animatronic, man. I don't want to yeah. swim beside like a great white animatronic. That just messed with my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the harsh reality that people don't understand is uh, you'd rather be in the water with five sharks of your choosing than one saltwater crocodile. All right? Cause a shark, I'd agree with that. Well, a shark bumps your leg, maybe gets a bite, and he's like, I don't like this. You Maybe you're going to get soul surfered. Right. Well, the the probability is very high that you get bit and he don't like it and he's like, I'm out. Yeah. Saltwater crocodile, probably in a similar situation, sees you, grabs your leg, starts rolling, realizes I ain't eating this. He don't care. They kill stuff I'm gonna for fun. going to hurt you. Yeah, they, they genuinely kill stuff for fun. He, much like Jared Leto's Joker, he's going to hurt you real bad. Right, yeah. But, no, dude, I watched a video the other day where this guy had a GoPro on and he was in Florida and he's like, just swimming through the Everglades. And he like swam down and there were crocodiles down there and he was just yeah, next to him. not crocodiles. You dude. fool. Alligators. Alligators, I guess. You fool. But no, I mean, I a guess. fool, certainly. I guess I'd rather swim with sharks than a crocodile. Certainly you would, yes. I mean, I think it'd be scary regardless. I mean, of course. I'm not saying like, <laughs> look, dude, I go swim with sharks every Tuesday. Regardless, I don't want to be with either of them. Now, would you rather be swimming with the sharks or would you rather have an, an older Italian gentleman say to you, you're, You're going to be swimming, swimming with, with the, the fishes, with the sharks. Or the fishes. Either is he way. a fat Italian guy or is he like a muscular Italian guy? We're talking, we're talking, like you can tell, like he's like old man strong. He's fat, yeah. but he's, there's muscle under that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He's from the old land. You know I feel saying? like with the sharks, I got a chance. You know what I'm saying? But oh, with, yeah. with the big Italian guy. He's going to shoot you in the back of the head. Yeah. He's either going to shoot me in the back of the head or he's going to make me a nice pair of concrete shoes. Right. Exactly. And you're not getting any gabagool. You know, getting no gabagool. And you ain't. You're not like Aladdin, man. You're not gonna. What a horrifying moment in that film, when they tie him to that chair and toss him into. That's in the new one. Apologies. Apologies. They t- they tie that like iron weight to his feet and then just throw him in the in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And Genie's like, I can't do anything unless you wish. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> it's Will Smith. It's Robin Williams in the original. I thought you said it's in the new one. In the new one, they tie him to a chair or something. Oh, I'm and then they say, throw him in the Will ocean. Smith's like his wife tells him, I, I had an entanglement with another Good man. Good Lord. Like, I guess I'm, I'm sticking around. What a sad, but, but talk about a sad situation, man. That, God, that the meme that came from that of his Where he's face, just crying. With not, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the face, not the crying, the like, is this some kind of joke face? Poor guy. Poor man. guy, man. I mean, his son's Jaden Smith. I'm pretty sure that. Right. And his daughter is whatever her name is. 
Who knows? Willow Smith. Which, which they just, they've got a, uh, God, this is going to sound like the most like horrifically awful thing I've ever said, but they have good. a TikTok sound now. <laughs> is this the singing. one that you, I think it's fire, dude. I think it's Is this the one good. you showed me? No, gosh, no. That one's horrifying. We yeah. won't talk about that one on yeah. the podcast. But, so moving on, this one got me good, man. First off, Jaws, excellent movie, regardless. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. The part where they're out on the boat and he tells a story about like the the captain is great. Quint yeah. Quentin? Quinn. Something. I don't Quint. remember. I haven't Quint. watched that since we were kids. I know, I want to watch it again. It's a it's a good movie. Um next one. You remember in this in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. When that lady pulls What's up and is like Edna? Big Marge or Large Marge. Large Marge. Big Edna. Big Edna. <laughs> that was the lunch lady at school. And she's like they found, and she looked like this. And then he's that like, was Whoa. pretty scary. Horrifying. I think the scariest thing is what we figured out about the actor later. Listen. You know what I'm saying? What you do in your own private town in a theater full of people. <laughs> oh which, to be fair, it wasn't a regular theater. Right. Okay. It was a special theater. Good gosh. So, I mean, what did you expect? You're not Stand going. up guy. You're not going there to appreciate the acting is all So, I've heard two separate stories. I've heard what you're saying, and then I've also heard that he went to a special screening of Sesame Street for kids that were, you know, one foot in the grave. Well, as... That's, that's where it happened. That's not what happened. Uh, that was a joke. As, well, I will tell you this. As a former movie theater employee, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many children's films get the blood flowing, I guess. You know how many people... Dude, let me tell you a quick story. Kids... You gotta stop. Mute your podcast. No, this is the sad thing. We gotta talk about a little bit of this stuff, otherwise we'll be flagged as children's programming. Right. And then we don't get sponsorships. Right. So also I think it's a life lesson here. Yeah. Working at a movie theater, Hotel Transylvania too. No way. Swear. My manager comes in and says, Hey, a couple people having sex in Hotel Transylvania <laughs> too. I'm gonna need you to go in there. And so I'm Taylor's voice. I mean, I guess the 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 musings of Adam Sandler, but so that's but, crazy. Never worked at a theater personally. Yeah, you don't want to. It's a lot. It's a mixture of getting every movie spoiled for you and. Okay, well then that was your paradise. Why didn't you no. stay? Yeah. No. You're like I don't even have to go on Reddit to figure out all the spoilers. No, listen. There are some movies like I don't want to be spoiled about the new Spider Man. Yeah, I bet you've looked it up on Reddit already. Actually, I would bet my vehicle that you have looked for spoilers. If there's ever a thing that's like the plot, I don't oh, want to know. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to know if Andrew right. Garfield and Tobey Maguire are in the movie. Right, so ruin it for you. Um, so Anyway. Next next one. Next list. thing on my list. This one. This one's not quite as scary. I should probably should have done this one first. But Andy dropping Woody in the cards in Toy Story 2. Remember That's that? pretty weird, yeah. And he's like, bye, Woody. And then I forgot, because I rewatched the scene. I forgot. He, dro- I just remember him dropping him into the abyss. Right. But then, like, a bunch of hands just reach out and start grabbing him and dragging him further in. And it's yeah. just... And they, I've seen an interview with Tom Hanks where they told him prior to the voice acting excerpt for that from that day... They said Woody has been drugged into the seventh circle of hell during this scene. I remember that. Yeah, and <laughs> that the devil's uh, demons are reclaiming his soul. Look, it's pretty heavy stuff. For I mean, I, especially for Pixar. Right. And just not a fun time all around, honestly. Mm-hmm. Then we have 
Woody's Inferno. This one we share, and then I have a surprise one at the end. Right. Watership Down. Oh, yeah. Fun story. Our grandmother, I guess, saw a fun rabbit movie in the VHS store or something mm-hmm. and was like, we'll get it for the kiddos. The first few moments of Watership Down is a rabbit dreaming of a field covered in blood as his friends die all around him or something. And then, you know, they're ripping each other's throats out. Yeah. There's, I mean, horrifying. Which, um, there is a lot of real themes in that movie. I watched it like in the last couple of years. It's like a legit movie. I, I guess I should go back and watch it again. I like, just, as a kid, it was a horrifying, obviously. Yeah. But, but it's a legit They're scratching movie. each other up. Nobody's got any chill. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, they left the chill at the house. Yeah, and and then they they burned the house down and killed all the occupants. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They came back to the house where the chill was at and murdered it in so, sleep. So the the peak fear of my childhood, right. the number one, which this isn't specifically what I'm talking about, but if I had to pick a number one scary thing of my childhood, it'd be the witch from Snow White. I grew up in fear of her. Had several nightmares about her. Horrifying. Right. Do you remember we had that computer game that was Disney villains? Yeah. And Jiminy Cricket. The first part was like, put back together this wooden picture of all the Disney characters. And particularly Alice. Remember Alice from Alice in Wonderland? Mm -hmm. Her picture was like, her eyes were just like dots in her head and she was just staring off like that. Like that part wasn't even supposed to be scary. Right. But it was horrifying. Yeah. And then you go to the the Peter Pan one was fun because you got the sword fight Captain Hook. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That one was fun. And then you go to the witch from Snow White's domain or whatever. And <laughs> you got to like weave through her house and stuff. And then she leaves. She's like, I'll be back in two minutes. I'm going to go kill the dwarves or something. <laughs> and so then you have to, it's like the most complicated. I'm sure if I went back now, it'd be like, take two seconds. But I remember as a kid. It was like you had to brew together this these ingredients to create different smaller potions mm-hmm. that you would then combine into a larger potion. So you had to do like four different ingredients into five different potions, and then and inevitably you always lost. Yeah. And I don't know if this happens actually, or if this was just my brain, but I distinctly remember when you did lose. She came busting in the door or something. It was like, ah, yeah. I caught you and like grabs you and like laughs and like you're right yeah. there in her face. And a horrifying children's film, children's yeah. game. Don't ever play it. Look up a YouTube playthrough. I would say most of the scary stuff for me being a kid is like sneaking and watching like stuff that's not necessarily scary, super scary now. Like but at the time. Like Alien vs. Predators. It's not scary. But when you're a kid, you're like, what the freak? I would say probably our shared scariest was when our uncle locked us in an RV and made us watch a scene from Saw and then chased us through the woods. With a jigsaw mask. With a jigsaw mask. Yeah, that was probably scary. But, and to be fair, I will say this in his defense. He didn't show us like a gory scene. It was just the scene of the puppet being like, I'm going to murder you. And then he chased us through the woods dressed up as the puppet. Right. So. You got to respect the ingenuity. You got to respect him being like, I'm not going to scar them for life with gore. Right. But fun times all around. Yeah, I mean, I respect it. I respect the prank. I remember Van. I remember sneaking and watching Van Helsing. Yeah, hiding behind the couch and watching Van Helsing. I remember that as well. That was uh, that was scary at the time. Um, I don't remember sneaking into much after that. Um, 
Look, I watched about 20 or 30 minutes of Children of the Corn when I was a young man. Very young I went man. back and watched that a couple of years ago. I'm talking when I was probably seven or eight. You're talking about the old one or the new one? The old one. But that's there still pretty no scary. One, I don't think. Well, I don't know. The one I watched is pretty scary. And, and same then, thing. It's weird. It's two Stephen King movies I did that with. Uh, so probably 20 or 30 minutes of uh, Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. And probably 40 seconds of Pet Cemetery, the original. And it was too scary. Too scary. When I was a kid, I've watched it since. It's not that bad. I don't know. Listen, I, I avoided the scary movies. Still do. You still I do. I still have to get the one. Yeah. I've seen the first It, but that was to impress my girlfriend at the time, now wife. So I How guess it you, worked out. Did it scare you? Oh, yeah. So yeah, didn't I don't you? like seeing children in distress. So when the boy at the beginning was like, oh, help. And I was oh, like, well, yeah, they're not going like to show that. him dragging him into the. And let me tell you what I do to help myself in those situations. I just go into my mind, or as Sherlock Holmes would call it, his mind palace. Yeah. I go into there and I imagine the same scenario, but like Wolverine or the Punisher or Batman shows up. Right. And then I go, this is why I like comic books because this kind of stuff doesn't happen. I have a similar way of thinking. I like to think like I walk, I'm me personally, I'm walking by and he is, and Pennywise is doing this. I get a nice handful of his hair. I drag him out of the sewer. I throw a couple of knees in the clinch. <laughs> get some distance inside leg kick. But you don't think that that sucker's going to come for you? You don't think, I mean, he's Oh, a, uh, Pennywise has got nothing for he's me. He's an interplanetary being. First round TKO. Which, I remember somebody made like a mix up of like Batman fighting Pennywise. Mm-hmm. No chance, dude. Batman, like I said, Batman destroys Pennywise. Batman aside, uh, Batman it wouldn't even be close. I mean, if I finished the guy, you think you go head to head? I'd finish him in the first round. Doesn't he like become your greatest fear or something? Oh yeah. Oh man, what's he gonna become? I mean, I don't know. I didn't like the part where he became the creepy librarian. That is weird. Or in the, yeah. you haven't seen the second one. I've seen the second one where like I've seen the scene where he's like an old lady. Yeah, that part didn't like that. The the second one, the first one is a, I think is a genuinely good movie. And see, that's why I could get through it. So I was like, I like these characters. Yeah, the second one is stupid. The second one is like, let's see how crazy we can get. It's yeah, the craziest, like weirdest crap we could possibly. That's show the you. that's what I call the Jared Leto Joker right. method. Like, what is if I'm fighting Pennywise, the worst he can do fear wise for me is like he becomes the fact that. Taco Bell maybe in the future removes two quesadillas <laughs> from their menu. For me, my Pennywise the Clown is it'd be I, they'd be like, "Hey, we've canceled all future superhero movies forever." Right. And at that point, he doesn't have to worry about killing me because yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking the quick pass to the highway. <laughs> but um, and then also, you know, fun fact, Stephen King, you know, Pennywise the Clown, he's running from my boy. Roland Shane. That's why he's in Maine or whatever. On this our is a sure thing. He's yeah, he's running from Roland Deshane. Because Roland Deshane, I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong out there. Maybe it's just the gunslingers in general. But I thought Roland Deshane had killed all of his kind. And so he was the last one. And so he's running away from Dang. Him. So Roland Deshane would show up and bang bang. Does it surprise you at all that Stephen King like maybe a third of his books he was so high on coke he doesn't remember writing them? I've I've read quite a bit of The Dark Tower. So no. Right. <laughs> There's parts of The Dark Tower where you're like like man that's what and I love The Dark Tower. But I'll tell you this right now. Dark Tower is a roller coaster not because it's like oh my gosh it's so great like 
like I can't believe this is happening. Like Dark Tower is a roller coaster because you'll go through four chapters of what is going on. Why am I like mm-hmm. this crab bites his hand off and then does all this stuff? Like and you're like, what is happening? And then you get to the next part and it's like the most awesome bad a moment in a book and you're like this is so cool Mm -hmm. and then it's like five more chapters of what is happening so i'll just tell you this too spoilers for a very old book stephen king makes himself a character towards the end of the dark tower who is like a writer who is so important that roland has to keep him alive under any circumstance or something he's in the book so it's like it's pretty weird i think he writes himself into a lot of his books like billy in it like ends up being a no, I'm saying it's literally him though. Oh, like it's literally, Stephen it King. literally they say the the author Stephen King is here, and you need to keep him alive so he can write this book. That's weird, real weird. Don't but like that at all. I don't like the, that either. But but I mean, he is like just the iconic. Not to go off on this tangent, but just the iconic horror horror movies that have sprouted from his books. Oh yeah, the it's guy's insane. a the guy's a master of suspense. But there's a, something wrong with him upstairs. Oh for sure. Yeah. And I'm glad that he's poured this into books because otherwise he'd probably be yeah. the greatest serial killer who ever lived. Say, yeah. But um, he'd be luring kids into his basement. Good stuff, gosh, good stuff overall. Not luring kids into basements. Stephen King's right. right. Yeah, we to don't, be clear, we do not approve of that. No, we, I, I staunchly, as a matter of fact, I would say I'm actively against luring kids into the basement, unless you're a responsible adult who has like. A Dungeons and Dragons game going on or something. Right. No, you still are not luring kids down there, no. Yeah, there's probably a better way to put it. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah, we're just gonna completely avoid yeah. luring let, let, kids. Let's let's just scrub luring kids <laughs> off the like just in a in a general sense. Right. But okay. So speaking of the Dark Tower, an epic that some would say could never be put to film. Because there's just too much going on. Right. They tried. They tried and failed miserably. Right. And I liked McConaughey. Well, yeah. McConaughey was perfect. Idris Elba is rolling. Not exactly who I pictured. And just overall movie was not good. Right. Unfortunately. But anyway. Another epic that people said could never be put to film. The other one is Watchmen. But the third one. Dear. <laughs> Yeah. Dune. Man, I can't say enough good, honestly. Do you know that the original Dune was so complicated that whenever you went into the theater, they handed you a pamphlet that explained who everybody was, what the organizations were, what Spice was. And I will say this. I liked the movie a lot. Mm -hmm. But there were definitely parts. Like, you can tell, and I think the director said this. I may be just pulling this out of my butt, as the kids say. But... I, th- I thought I remembered hearing the director saying he wanted to focus on the story part because he thinks the problem with a lot of the older versions is that the there's just too much background to cover. And so mm-hmm. like you can't in a movie. And so I think it was the smart choice. But there's so much cool world building from the books and things. That are like, man, I wish they could have put that in the movie somehow. Yeah. But overall. So I have... I have absolutely no knowledge of the books or anything like that. So, just going into the movie with a clean slate, I've actually, I've never seen. I've never seen the first one. Never read the books. So same thing for me. I yeah, just, I've never seen any of it. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Great movie. I love the characters. 
Yeah. Great characters. And the cool thing was there were so many times where I was like, this kind of reminds me of Star Wars. This is like a Star Warsy feel. But then come to find out, this book was written before Star Wars. And George Lucas has openly said, oh, I took a lot of stuff from Dune, mm-hmm. the book. And so a lot of that feeling of like, this is a lived in world where like things are like things don't look like pristine Star Trek sci-fi. It's like, oh, no, you could see how a civilization kind of scrapped this together. Like those yeah. cool ships that were like dragonflies. That was cool. I think um, it, to me, it has a, a cool combination of, like, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan. I really like the Mandalorian. And then I think it's a cool, like, intertwining of, to me, if I had to say two things, I'd say, like, Game of Thrones and Star Wars. See, and I got Game of Thrones vibes from it, too. And I think it was, like, the houses and, and the, like, po- the, the politics. The politics. Cause, and they did talk about this a little bit. The ritual stuff, kind of, too. Yeah, and and they talked about it a little bit about the reason this happened is because House Atreides was becoming so beloved mm-hmm. and their soldiers were starting to rival the, I'm horrible with the name, like whatever, the Sakarans or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the Planet Hulk people, but <laughs> whatever they were, the super good soldiers, they were starting to rival them. Yeah. And so the Emperor's like, we got to shut this down. We got to kill this whole family. Which man? We got to kill them all. We got to kill them all. I will say this. Man, how much did that suck that Oscar Isaac died? He was so awesome, man. And then I hate, which I know that's the point, but man, there's nothing that gets my blood boiling more in a movie when it's like a a guy who could 100% destroy you in a straight up fight. And you're like, ugh, I've defeated you. Like, he's a naked, paralyzed man. Congratulations, you've beat him in a. a, Like, which, good job on Stalin Skarsgård or whatever, too, because, like, talk about one of the quickly most grotesque, horrible. Yeah. Like, oh man. I think they've was... done a super cool job with like the Harkonnens and Jimmy. Yeah. And like how he like levitated up. Yeah. And like it was just ugh. like, because apparently he's so fat that he can't walk. So yeah. it's just like this horrible, just gross. And I, I do think they should have let him kill him. Because I hate that Oscar Isaac was like, I got you, fool. And then yeah. didn't kill him. But, and I think, good. No, you good. I think the thing I liked the most about it was. You know, your stereotypical movie is like, oh, angsty teen and dad who's disappointed that he's an angsty teen. I liked that uh, Duke Atreides was like a genuinely good guy. Like, he got mad at his son one time, but it was because he did something stupid. And it wasn't like they're going to resent each other because of this. It was like, no, they both recognized that was a crazy decision. And like... I love the tragedy of it because he probably would have been the best leader. Like this guy, yeah. he knew tactics. He knew, uh, he you know, he was likable, but he also like cared about respecting the, the natives and like all this stuff. Like just awesome, awesome guy. I, I really enjoy like the, the Paul Atreides and his mom, Lady Jessica. Thing. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, I, like their dynamic, super cool. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Duncan Idaho is my favorite character. Well, do you want to? How do you want to do that? You want to go character to character, and that way we don't like. So we talked about Duke a little bit. Yeah, I mean, let's we say just, let's say Paul and Jessica. Yeah, um, I think, like I said, they're dynamic, super cool. I like the. Well, whole, you want to save them since they're the main. My gosh, man! We'll just talk about them now. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> uh, no, I agree. I think their dynamic. I is think cool. their dynamics really cool, and I like the whole like talking to people, make them do Dude. what you want thing. And here's the thing. In a lot of other things, I've always kind of been like, yeah, that's cool, but whatever. 
I've never thought about like when when like the tension of that scene where it's like he's trying he's trying to get him to take her yeah. thing off so she can just kill him all like right. and she's like kill your kill him and then throw yourself out of the plate or yeah. whatever. That was awesome. They like their whole like you said their whole relationship was cool, but I also liked it too because it was kind of like I wasn't sure how to feel about her because. At first, because that whole part with the box, mm-hmm. and then, but it's cool too because you can see her outside, and she because yeah, she's probably she's freaking out. you get the idea that it's kind of like she probably had to do this too, and so she's remembering, yeah. and like I like that whole mantra of like I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's like fear is the fear is the slow killer or whatever yeah. that they say. That was cool. Yeah, and I think it is. That's a cool dynamic. Her whole sisterhood thing. And yeah, how she she's in on there because really. Like, from my understanding, it's like, it's really a way, it's like a political implant, kind of to th- overthrow House Atreides. Well, this is what She was, is, and she turns against that. This is more stuff that, from the book, that they didn't put in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never read the book, but I looked up, like, what did they not put in it and stuff that mm-hmm. probably won't come back later. This is really cool, and this is why I think it's even more Game of thrones than we thought. So, she's not actually his wife, she's a concubine. You're right, right? Yeah. The original plan was, and I guess there's some way they figured out, these witches have figured out how to, like, you choose the gender of your child. Yeah. And so the original plan they told her was, you are going to produce a female with all of our power, and then we will marry, the, like, with Duke Atreides, because House Atreides is so strong. Then we will marry your female princess to the prince of House Harkin, who's mm-hmm. also super powerful, and their child will be the whatever, the savior of the universe or whatever. But she was like, no, I'm just going to... Yeah, how about... No. Yeah, how about hard pass? Yeah. I don't want to have to watch my daughter marry those sycophants. Yeah. But here's a crazy thing. And this might... I'm not going to say this, actually. It might come up in the next movie, so yeah, well, I won't sure. say this. I know what you're about to say. Who her dad is? Yeah, well, everybody... Uh, no spoiler. Uh, no spoiler. Uh, no spoiler. No spoiler. Um, also, other stuff from the books that were super cool is... So you know how they talked about we use the spice... For space travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, my instant assumption was, oh, they use the spice to fuel their spaceships or something. No. What it is, is that, and I don't know if you know about this at all. There was a war between sentient machines and humanity like thousands of years before this mm-hmm. takes place or something. And it was so horrible and brutal that humanity was like, we're done. We're never touching machines, sentient machines again, AI, anything like that again. So... What they ended up doing was they used the spice to mutate people physiologically. Like, that's why, you know that one part when all those people are walking up and that guy's eyes kind of roll back into his head and he said, there's 6,000 troops and blah, blah, blah. blah. They're called mentats or something. And they're humans that have basically been so manipulated on a physiological level that they're like supercomputers. And... The way, awesome. But the way they use spice for space travel isn't that they fuel their ships. What it is is they're moving faster than light and they need these people on the ships that they've manipulated so much with spice that they can see a little bit into the future and know, okay, if we take this path, we're going to slam into this sun. If we take this path, we're going to slam into this planet. If we take this path, you know, we'll wind up over here. So it's like that's what they need the spice for for space travels because in reality, if you're moving that fast, you know, you could just crash into like mm-hmm. a star at some point. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I think one thing that the movie does a super good job of that a lot of movies struggle with is like with no prior knowledge and no prior screen time mm-hmm. showing connections and relationships between characters. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Duncan Idaho and 
Paul. Paul Atreides. And is it Gurney? Gurney's one of his names. I can't, I can't remember if it's his Gurney last. Halleck. Gurney Halleck. Yeah, it's Josh Brolin. Which, never saw him die. There's, he, so, uh, Prantley, Prantley, something I've heard, or I saw on like a website or something. He's a, like Duncan Idaho took out like 12 of those, whatever they are, Sakaar. Hardest, bad, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Empire's Blades or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Gurney Halleck's a better fighter than Duncan Idaho. He's supposed to be like the best of the yeah. best. Like he's, so I doubt he died. Because first off, we didn't see him die. Yeah, I don't think he died. I bet he got away and that'd be cool for him to come back mm-hmm. and like, because Josh Bowen's awesome. If he's a better fighter than Duncan Idaho, good gosh. You better, you better take a step back. Yeah. Which, which it'll probably be, I would love to see, which, Maybe these movies will follow sort of the Game of Thrones of like maybe not looking for cinematic battles between heroes. I don't know. I have no mm-hmm. idea about the books or anything. But like, it'd be cool to see the Beast. What's his name? Raven. Dave Bautista. Yeah. 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 The Harkening guy. Versus. Uh, uh, Gurney Halleck. But it should be pretty a pretty quick one. Yeah. That'd be cool if they did it like Warcraft where like you think this is going to be this yeah. awesome fight and he kills him in one move. But... Speaking of Duncan Idaho, best scene in the movie, dude. And I liked in a the lot hallway. of scenes, dude. Yeah. And then I thought, dude, when he died, I was like, dang it, man. Because I told my wife we were watching it, and I said, I realized, I was like, holy crap, this is the hallway that he had the vision of Duncan dead. Yeah. So I was like, dang it. And then when he died, or when he fell the first time, I was like, dang it, man. But, you know, he gave him enough time, I guess. But then when you see him rise. He rises, dude. That was so. That was genuinely awesome. That I literally went, yeah, like, I, like, yeah. like, dude, such a cool moment. And dude, here's what makes him even cooler. So those shields. That was another thing about the movie that they did good enough where I kind of got it. Mm-hmm. But and also, I mean, it might also be the sound mixing because there were so many times where they like whispered something, and I was like, I have no idea what they just said. Yeah. But, uh, uh, the way those shields work is that. If you're moving too fast, because basically what the writer, what he really wanted to do was he wanted to make an excuse for them not to just be shooting each other with guns and lasers and stuff. Yeah. So what it is is that they've created this shield that if something is moving at it quickly, it blocks it. But like air still has to pass through, obviously. So they had to come up with an algorithm that like, oh, but something that moves slow like air can get in. So what you have to do is... uh swing stop right before you hit the shield slowly go through it and then swing hard again and so people like duncan idaho have gotten so good at making the slowdown part so like just such a barely a second Mm -hmm. that that like that's the best fighters is the ones who know okay what's the minimum amount of time that i can be slowly past and then there's other fighters apparently that what they'll do is they have a second knife and so while they're swinging at you like crazy with the one They've got the other one slowly going like to your heart or something and you don't that's really crazy. see. It. And like that stuff is awesome, dude. Yeah, that is awesome. Which uh and it's crazy too to think about apparently the Fernan or whatever are even better fighters than everybody else. Like the and you yeah. saw it for a second when they were in the sand and stuff and came out. Mm-hmm. They looked awesome, they dude. They did look super cool. Which I didn't it took me a minute to even know that that was Javier Bardem. Like he was Yeah. That was awesome. And he was awesome he was awesome in the movie for sure. I, I liked that part where he spat and you were like, Oh, you're a piece of crap. And then <laughs> yeah. Duncan Idaho was like, No, 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 no. We thank you for yeah. your Because water would be so precious to these people that that's such like a which um here's a fun gross fact. You know those suits they wear that they're yeah. like, Oh, it reprocesses everything. Apparently it reprocesses 
a little bit of poop as well. Nice. <laughs> so you only lose a thimble of water every day, which I feel like, I mean, I'm sure in their society, it's like either die or drink pee water. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm sure it would cycle it out. Like, so know, it's kind of like a, a Bear Grylls society. Bear, Gry- Bear Grylls would be like, no need for the filter. Yeah. <laughs> like Bear Grylls is like, look. I'll I, just chuck this. I have two think. eggs and my own urine for, breakfast, own urine for breakfast. Yeah. I sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> eggs optional. <laughs> Bear Grylls is like, yeah, I had a urine smoothie. And they're like, that's gross. What are you mixing? He's like, I urinate in the, the blender. Yeah. That's I blend it. for a moment. <laughs> so nothing really changes. <laughs> nothing changes. I just want to be able to call it a smoothie. A smoothie, yeah. I w- which, I w- dude, I think the thing the movie did best, other than the characters, I like the characters a lot, was like the scope of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when they, when that all happened where House Harkin attacked House Atreides mm-hmm. and like just ships are blowing up and like, especially that part, dude, when the main ship was like shooting all those missiles down and you just saw it from like a mile away and it was just like, just raining missiles on yeah. these people. Like, dang, dude. But is my fire alarm going off? Oh, God. Are we about to die in here? But yeah. um we stay, we commit to the podcast. But yeah. uh and then dude, the main example, those freaking sandworms were insane. Yeah. Like how huge they were. And the part where like they're running from it and like you get to in that the whole scene where like the walker's gonna get consumed by them and they gotta get to the people. And then my my biggest complaint probably mm-hmm. had to step in and, and get Paul distracted. Because here's the thing. I like Zendaya as much as the next greatest showman fan. But I was getting pretty tired of those flash forwards or whatever. Where it's like, oh, I've almost kissed Zendaya for the fifth time. Yeah. Ugh, Zendaya's walked me through this passageway. And I'm like, listen, how do we know? <laughs> Shut your ears, kids. How do we know Paul's not just horny? <laughs> like, these, maybe, maybe, he's just, maybe he's just thinking about a hot girl. He's like, mother, I've had these visions. And it's like, that's called puberty, Paul. <laughs> yeah. We've all had those visions. Am yeah. I the savior of the universe? Which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul, go to your room. Paul, get out. Which I also like Paul, that. go take a cold shower. Paul. Your visions will go yeah. away. Paul, waste hundreds of thousands of lives by taking a cold shower for a second. Good uh, which I do like how it's like House Atreides has gone to Arrakis to be with the Fernan and the Ababababa or whatever. The savior of all, <laughs> of all the world is the God Emperor reigns. And he's like, hi, my name's Paul. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Timothy Chalamet, though. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Shamalamalala. But... Yeah. Timothy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that's how you're supposed to pronounce his name, though, seriously. Timothy Chalamet. You're lying. I swear. It's Timothy Chalamet, right? It's Timothy. But he's like, he's French. His dad's French. But he's like, I'll never, I'm not going to ask people to call me Timothy. Even though it's his name. He's like, I'm not going to. Like, I don't want to sound that pretentious. Timothy. I was like, it's your, your name. Yeah. Like. It is pretentious, certainly. Yeah, but I mean, have have some self-respect. Timothy Chalamet. But his hair, pretty solid in this movie. Solid. You're wondering, how, he's always putting like a hood on or something. You'd think, but I guess I it's like all his that. hair in the king. Though I think that bowl cut's pretty cool on him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought. Speaking of hair, Jason Momoa without the beard. That was awesome. I haven't seen him like that yeah, in forever. I was, was like, cool. like a pretty cool guy, man. Maybe you should shave it off more off. I think he'd look better as Aquaman without it. Short hair, no beard. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. 
Which, you know, apparently he's got COVID. Does he really? Yeah. Dang. His one request. No, I really like him. Like, I genuinely I like, like him, as, him a person. as a person, so I hope he's all right. Well, my one request, or his one request, not mine. He apparently said his one request if he goes out, he wants Johnny Depp to play Aquaman if he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Which I think they should get rid of Amber Heard, have Johnny Depp play Mara. Mara. I'm cool with that. Too beard like he doesn't shave or anything. It's just a bearded man, he, and he's just joined up. Like he's got the hat and the weird bracelets and stuff. Yeah, weird necklaces. And they're just he's like, playing. Mumford and Sons is there playing music yeah. with him, and he's like, and they no one respond, no one reacts. Everyone's just like, oh, Mary, you're here. <laughs> we just act like it's the same movie, yeah. same movie, same film. So here's my question to you: As two guys who have not read anything else, right? The only thing I know, I guess, slight spoilers, but I don't know who or how or what. Apparently, eventually, there is a giant sandworm man that somehow gets turned. A man becomes a giant sandworm, and he's got like a face and arms and stuff. Hmm. I don't know when that happens or how, but apparently, it does. Someone very weird. That. And that the Harkins hmm. have made dog chairs. Don't know what that means, but I've heard that online. That's super weird. So apparently, there's a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, in that's what like I heard. Is too it, weird. It's kind of weird towards the later half. Because like apparently, there's an I read this also on something. There's an attempted assassination via child sex slave. Horrifying. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Which they won't put that in the movie. I, I hope so. Or hope not. Dear God. <laughs> I hope so. I got I, That was a slip of the tongue, ladies and gentlemen. I think Jacob's been telling us what he really means on this one. I hope they don't put that in. Anyway, so there's two guys who have never seen Dune. We leave Paul, who is mourning the death of that lunatic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, um, apparently, I guess what they're supposed to show there is the visions aren't always accurate, because you saw that guy be like, "Oh, Paul, I'm a I'm a level-headed man. I'll teach you of the desert." And then you meet yeah. him, and he's like, "I'll kill everybody who moves." Right. And Javier Bardem should should. It's like I do not accept this. Yeah, I do not accept this. Well, you're dead. So well, accept that. Uh, I thought it was cool where he he got him. He had him dead to rights that first time, and his mom's like, Twice. He's never killed a man. Twice he had him well, dead I'm to I'm saying rights. the first time is when they say he's never killed a man. You see that he was like, he was like, dude. Dude, I'm giving you a chance. Fool so, me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, you're dead. Fool me three times, F the peace signs. Load the chopper, let it rain on you. Fool me three times, I'm burying you in the sand. Right, yeah. I'm going with Zendaya. Yeah. We're getting out of here. Which, fool me three times, I wouldn't have let you hurt my friends. Wouldn't let you hurt my friends. Is this a it's reference? Like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, her? Yeah. When she comes out, she's like, I would not have let you hurt my friends. And I was like, well, I think my wife said, no, you would have, I guess, hurt him after he hurt your friends. Yeah. They'd no, have all been dead, and then you yeah. would have probably been dead then after. Then, which, especially with his mom, here's what I don't understand. And it's the same thing with Star Wars, where you're like, why don't they just Jedi mind trick everybody? Why is his mom not like, no, you're going to take us wherever we want to go? Yeah, she just looks at Javier, Javier Bardem and goes, kill them all. Kill them all. Kill all these fools. Kill all of them. Or not even that. Just be like, wander into the dead. All of you. I wonder. Okay. So you may, have to I think it's one at a time. Yeah, I think it's one at a time. Because okay. she would have done that in the, the ship. Because yeah. I'd be like, crazy lunatic sandman, go out there and pat your feet on the sand. Yeah. <laughs> which I felt a little bad, which I guess, you know, that's part of it. Is you know, I was gonna have satisfaction. 
I feel bad for that lady who was like, oh, I've set up this device. And, and she like pulled out these hooks or something, which I guess we saw that guy riding a sandworm. So I guess she was going to yeah. ride a sandworm or something. And I was like, cool. She's about to do something awesome. Stabbed in the back. Yeah. But she took those fools out with her. So good for her. Um, so anyway, as I've been trying to say for, I think, five minutes. Also, the, the, the maid lady. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. The maid lady who gets found dead. Dad, she Paul Atreides, or uh, not Paul, the dad, Duke Atreides. Are you talking about the one who was like, "I give you the sword"? And yeah, she's and like, he finds her dead, like guards. Did she like trans transfer some of her shield to him or something, or was she trying to get him killed? I didn't understand. So this is what that's another thing that they kind of don't go super in depth about. It kind of comes out of nowhere. In the book, the doctor, he's got that gem in his head. Well, I know all that. He turns on him for his wife's sake. That's that, pretty well explained in the movie. But 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 here's the thing. I thought when that happened, I was like, you fool. Of course these people are going to kill your wife, right? Like, you're mm-hmm. an idiot. Apparently in the book, they're not just... They're literally sending this guy pieces of his wife and being like, we're torturing her. So he thought, regardless, I can end her suffering. If it's death, if I get to come back, mm-hmm. I can't just let this happen. And he also has that gem, which apparently means you're 100% loyal to the Empire. So... And clearly the emperor did this. Right. So I guess that also had a part to play. But so the handmaid, no, I think she was just collateral damage. I think they, I don't think she had anything to do with it. Cause she was a Fernand. Right. But I'm saying, did she try to save him at that one? <laughs> no. Cause remember he grabbed his shield before oh, he left. He? he saw his little shield thing. and was like, I'm going to need this. Okay. What a horrifying way to die too. With that, or I guess it didn't die that way. But like the, the bolt, the buzz bullet thing that was yeah. like, what do you do at that point? Well, you see Jason Momoa kind of swat it for a second, but he didn't yeah. have like a weapon. But, uh, just crazy. Drop and roll, dude. Crazy situation. I, like, but would that work? Like if you slammed it into a wall or something, would it just go further in? He's, he's got to work it... on his head movement. I just, if he had watched some Floyd Mayweather YouTube videos prior to walking out and finding her dead, I believe full shoulder roll and that thing slips right by him. Yeah. Or I don't even, what do you do at that point? <laughs> what do you do? Shoulder roll, you die, clearly. So as I've been trying to say, and I've been going on tangents, as two men who have not read the books, our first experience of Dune, we both liked it. Loved. But I would say loved it. Personally. I liked it a lot. Uh, The second one has been confirmed. Right. What do you think is going to happen? Hmm. So as I was saying, we left Paul with that lunatic. His mom, they're with the Fernands, which I hope I'm saying that right. I think I am. Mm-hmm. In the desert. House Harkin has reclaimed Arrakis. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin, maybe not dead. T- I would, TBD. I would like to put a lot of money down that he's alive. Yep. Um, I believe that, I mean, obviously Paul Atreides wins. You think so? Yeah, I do. What if Paul Atreides comes becomes the big sandworm man? <laughs> That'd be odd. That's how he goes out. He's like, I've like you think you're fat. I'm a I'm a sandworm. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. a sandworm guy. I think now. What if Paul Atreides becomes God Emperor and then he's not a nice guy anymore? That would be cool. My that wife had a cool theory. There has to be some importance to his mom being like, I'm pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And I, my wife said, what if he's not the chosen one? 
What if the baby is the chosen one and his role is to just kind of make sure the baby survives long enough to become the chosen one? And that was why, like, the witches aren't 100% convinced because they're like, no, we can kind of tell he's not. And the baby is because there's got to be some importance to that baby. Mm -hmm. And, like, maybe that's the ultimate, like, haha to the god emperor is... Or maybe I think he's just called the Emperor. I know eventually one of them is called God Emperor or something. But the Emperor is they name the baby after Duke Atreides, and then it's like no, in the end Duke Atreides did become Emperor. It's just a different Duke Atreides. Right. It's a Timothy Shalomalama. Timothy Shalomalama. Paul Atreides, which cool last name Atreides. Atreides That's awesome. Pretty cool, yeah. I like the whole part about House Atreides. There is no call. We do not answer. There is no. Yeah. But um, that was pretty cool. Uh, so. I think, I do think they win. I think Paul Atreides, who do you think is going to kill the big fat guy? Because, you know, you got, Paul could do it and like avenge his dad. Or do you think? I'm going to go Jessica. Javier Bardem. You think Javier Bardem? You think Javier, you think Paul is hiding behind a rock as a sandworm is attacking it. Uh, They're about to kill Jessica. The big fat guy has his, has his weapon raised. From the smoke, Javier Bardem with a dagger. That guy turns, chokes him, drops the dagger, stabs. Yes, that's exactly how I pictured it. I'm thinking more of the fat guy is taking one of those weird baths. What's up with that? And Javier Bardem wants to. Can he breathe down there? Yeah, seriously. Probably not. He probably can't breathe at all. Yeah, he's like, oh, this nothing's changed for me. Yeah. Anyway. Like, Javier Bardem is taking one of those weird baths. Javier walks in there. Oh. He realizes what's <laughs> going on. And Javier's like, look, I'm a good looking guy. Myself. Yeah. And so he's like I should have been rolling rolling to Shane. Yeah. What he says. We get we get a little wink action going from Javier Bardem. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and then he walks up. And Javier says the romantic, most romantic thing you've ever heard. Exactly. And Javier walks up to grace the man with a handshake. Maybe a seductive handshake. A seductive, like kind of rubs his wrist as yeah. he's going down. and as he does, he slowly enters a knife into his heart. Where's the knife come from? Uh, Javier Bardem does not reveal his secrets. <laughs> he looks to the camera and goes... And it's the slowest to the heart because he's pushing through just layers of blubber. Yeah, at what point, like, how deep in there is that going to be? <laughs> right. You got to get through... The first two layers of man titty to get in there to the heart. This is what I think is going to happen. I think all hope seems lost. Right. right? Paul Atreides, he's down. He's down. The big fat guy's got his blade raised right. up. I think we're giving the big fat guy too much, <laughs> too much. action. He's probably just going to die. Yeah, Dave Batista, blade, right. blade raised. Then... From the shadows, a blaster bolt fires through. The Mandalorian enters the scene. Uh, Din Djarin removes his helmet. Pedro Pascal, he sees Javier Bardem. <laughs> Javier goes, <laughs> <laughs> They begin a robot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. No, um, which speaking of, another side tangent, you see the Book of Boba Fett trailer? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Dude, cool stuff. I like when he goes, 
when the guy's like, we should kill you right here. And then the girl goes, Jabba would have fed you to one of his menageries. And Boba Fett goes, speak freely. Which may be not the best policy to let people threaten your life. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think speak freely if you're like, hey, I don't agree with what so, you're doing. What I heard, I need to go rewatch it because what I heard was, uh, why shouldn't we just kill you? And that lady said, "How? Why not a game of Monopoly? Why not a game of Monopoly?" That's to, what I heard to decide this. And then Boba Fett goes, "Oh, speak freely. Speak freely. Collect two hundred and speak freely." <laughs> oh God! Before we transition to that, Dune, good. Dune, let's give her an old rate. Rate an old rate. One to rate. ten. One to ten. God, my, this is going to surprise you because of our rating of movies so far. Mine, personally, but go ahead. Rating to 10. You may go first. Honestly, 7.5. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. 7.5. I'm going to say a, a 9. A 9. Yeah. I've, there was not a moment that I didn't like of the movie. There was there were there were some moments I wasn't. and I love and we've had this conversation. I love acting perform like yep. that's my favorite part of movies. And I think there uh, a vast majority of them were really really good. See, I, I thought all the actors were good. I yeah, I, there's no there's, there's no weak character. link. Right? Yeah. Uh, you remember the guy at the beginning who tells uh, Duke Atreides like it has been decided or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his first ever movie role. The like good stuff, bringer man. of change, or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Like the guy, like put this guy in more stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like the Aladdin kid. Yeah, well, he's gonna be Ezra Bridger. So good for him. Perfect transition What's to Ezra Bridger. Look above that. Ezra Bridger is the kid from Rebels, who everyone said was based off Aladdin. Oh yeah, like, you told me. You Star Wars street rat, and he looks like <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah, and then he goes, "Hey, space monkey." <laughs> Doesn't really. That's a joke. So, Book of Boba Fett, here's my question to you about that. You think Bosk is showing up? I hope. That'd be awesome. That'd be pretty cool. You think Dengar is showing up? Dude, Dengar, Dengar's going to have to stop at his local Star Wars uh, supermarket get some toilet paper to wrap yeah, around. Yeah, and it's like, it's been a while since the old toilet paper's been around. Like yeah. Look, <laughs> I've mainly been using this for a different reason. They're all geriatric. They're like, ugh, Boba Fett. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. You think they're going to explain where he got out of the Sarlacc? Yeah, I already know, personally. How do you know? So, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I happen to run into George Lucas My God. at the Dollar General. Um, he's getting some Robitussin DM. I walk over, I said, you got a cold man? Didn't realize it was. He turns to me. He goes, George Lucas, <laughs> right? I say, man, I feel like I've seen you somewhere. And he says, have you heard of the critically acclaimed, world-renowned films? Star Wars. And I go, saying, yeah, of course, George. I've heard of him. He said, and then it clicked to me that I just called him George, so I'd known uh, all along, right? Plot twist. Yeah, known all along. And he said, well, you got any questions? And I was like, not at all. I don't really know any a whole lot about the Star Wars. Um, but I said, you like Mandalorian? He probably would like you more if you were like, I don't have any Star Wars questions. He'd be like, my God, you have no yeah, idea how refreshing this yeah. is. Yeah. Like, so thanks. I said to the man, do you like The Mandalorian? He said, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And he goes, you want to know what happens to Boba Fett? And I go, not at all. And I continue to go through the line. He grabs me by my shoulder, pulls me back out of eye and goes, son, you need to You want to know. You need to know. You need to know. There's no good Anyway, long story short, 
the what do they call it? Not the Kraken. Sarlacc. The Sarlacc. So the Sarlacc and Boba Fett get to talking. Oh, okay. Understand? Hold up just a second. I am nearly a primitive beast, and you are a bounty hunter of the universe. Of great renown. We have no quarrel. My quarrel. Is and so he vomited him up. I see. I've heard that, that was before. the longest story. With the worst in <laughs> Hey, they're not all going to be zingers. I enjoyed... I mean, don't be mad at me. I be mad at George, George Lucas. Lucas for telling you that was important. I enjoyed the slow build. I'll tell you this much. I have heard from a good source that we're going to cut to the Sarlacc. Boba Fett's being digested and he's thinking, dear God. They've told, dear me, God. <laughs> they've told me this could, not take, this could take a millennia to be digested. Right. Horrible situation. And he goes... I'm sorry, Father, or something, who got killed by Mace Windu, just decapitated like he was opening a sliding door. (laughs) (laughs) Not a fan, not a fan of that. Hand reaches down, grabs. Small hand. Yoda. Pulls it out. No, 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 pulls him out. A masked man, fellow Mandalorian. Both that's not Mandalorian, but man wearing Mandalorian armor, he goes, how can I ever repay you? He goes, not necessary. Man removes the mask. It's Jake T. Austin. <laughs> and he goes, got any change? <laughs> <laughs> How can I repay you? Uh, do you happen to have a gift card to any restaurant? <laughs> any restaurant? So I can eat. <laughs> do you have any food on you? I was just being digested by the Sarlacc. That's not an answer to my question. <laughs> do you happen to have any water or clothes? Or clothes? Or a place I could perhaps stay for a couple of days? <laughs> Maybe an agent? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Do you think um, our boy... What's his name? I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. The Marshal. What's his name in the show? Oh, Timothy Oliphant. But what's his name? What's like his character Um, name? That's my phone. I can't remember. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. I hope he makes an appearance. That'd be awesome. Either in the book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian. I want him to get his own Mandalorian armor. Agreed. Um, what is his name? I can't think of it. I've got to look it up now. Gosh, I love Timothy Oliphant. He's awesome in that show. I wonder if his name is really Timothy. Timothy Oliphant, but he didn't want to offend. Right. He did. He didn't want to seem pretentious. He's like, no, call me whatever you want. He's like, look. You can call me Todd. Okay, so the Marshall. Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth, man. He was awesome. It sounds kind of like Bob Vance. Vance. Vance You didn't see all those memes when it came out? No. Where, like, Cobb Vanth. It was like Cobb Vanth, Vanth Refrigeration. See, that makes me mad that that's my idea. I should get credit for this. Sorry, man. About a year late. Which... Um, have you ever heard the theory that the reason he's always saying Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration every time he meets somebody is because it's a documentary being filmed and it's free publicity for Vance Refrigeration. Oh, that's crazy. That's some cool stuff. So he's not just a narcissist. He's not a narcissist. He's literally like, that's why he looks at the camera every time too. Yeah. He's like, well, this is probably going to go out somewhere. So he's like, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Right. Um, there's also the theory that Toby Flinderson is... I almost said the Zodiac Killer. (laughs) He is the Zodiac Killer. Scranton Strangler. Uh, Toby Flinderson is the Unabomber. Is the Unabomber and the Zodiac Killer. 
All wrapped up in one. And John Wayne Gacy. Someone told me they found out the identity of the Zodiac Killer the other day. They did? Well, have you ever seen the movie? I have. I think it's that guy who, the guy who was attacked by the Zodiac Killer said, hey, it's this guy. (laughs) That's, (laughs) That's who I think it was. And who also apparently in real life, when he was in prison, mysteriously the Zodiac Killer stopped sending him letters and then... As soon as he got out of prison, the letters came back. Right. So people, I don't understand why this is a great mystery. I'll be honest with you. Right. But, um, yeah, I think that guy was a Zodiac killer. And not that man. I think the actor who played that character in the movie is the real Zodiac killer. Right. You think they're going to make a movie about uh, Alec Baldwin? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That. The more I learn about that, the more it's like he's such he's so dumb. And well, also that like apparently that had happened four times before that. He's like, look, guys, you gotta give me a break. <laughs> yeah, here. come on. All I'm doing is shooting. Is I just killed some guns at people. John Wick or Keanu Reeves, he knows gun safety. He does. Let's get Keanu Reeves to give Alec Baldwin. I thought you were about to say get Keanu Reeves on the podcast. That'd be great, also. Dude, he'd probably do it if he knew about it. Yeah, we need to let him know. I mean, the maybe not after like, that Alec Baldwin joke. Yeah, well, Keanu, ignore that. Um, no, I would love to have Keanu on the podcast. I would love it as well. Jake, could you imagine Jake T. Austin and Keanu side by side? Keanu would like feel uncomfortable, but he's <laughs> such a nice guy. He'd be like, "Yeah, I've seen you and stuff." I watched the Wizards of Waverly Place Halloween episode. Dude, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> we, listen, Most people Halloween, they're like, all right, I'm watching it. I'm watching. Well, um, as previously decided, I don't like scary things. Right. So for me, it was Disney Plus conveniently has the Disney <laughs> Channel Halloween episodes in one playlist. Right. And you just watch right through. I hit up some Good Luck Charlie, hit up some Hannah Montana, hit up some. That's another weird thing. Think about us being 14 and 16, coming home from school. We're not wanting to really watch these things, but they're on. Mm-hmm. We're, and then we're like, nah, we'll watch. <laughs> you know, yeah. Good Luck Charlie's on. Yeah. We'll I watch. like Good Luck Charlie. I agree. But I'm saying like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's, like, it's not something I'm going out of my way to watch. But it's what we had to watch. Well, it was on and I enjoyed every minute of it. I remember never being more upset coming home if it looked like it was an episode of Arthur and it turned out it was postcards from Buster. See, those didn't kill me, dude. I liked them. I guess so, but I was like, where's Arthur? Where's the animation? What about... Buster was there? For like a second, it would cut... It'd be like, yeah, we're on my family's farm. This is Al- Alvira. And then it'd be like, <laughs> hey, Dad, we're staying at these people's house for some reason. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. now back to Alvira. <laughs> oh, God. But no, I guess it was cool. You ever wonder why they never do like a special on like homeless teens on those shows? <laughs> like... Instead of like the family farm, there's like this is Chad. This is Chad. Chad. What do you have to tell us about? He's he's just freaked out by the camera. They're like Chad. How's your day going? Dad, Chad offered us some special carrots. Yeah, that are laced in. Chad Chad has meth that he's trying to sell yeah. you kids so he can eat tonight. So he can eat tonight. Uh, poor Chad. Remember Fetch with Ruff Ruffman? Fetch with Ruff Ruffman. Yeah, good stuff. Investigative journalism. At Turns out, honest. majority of it was. St- Scripted, I think, is what I heard. Made me very sad. No way. Or maybe that's what I heard. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I did. What else? What do you do? To because this is our late Halloween season. Uh um episode. 
try to scare my little cousins, um, and I watch scary movies and eat some candy. You did hear me say I watched the Halloween episode of Hannah Montana. Right. Oh yeah, it's pretty scary, dude. It was a pretty funny joke, and I'm not going to repeat it here because I'd butcher it. But um, oh, you know what I've done this how the week of Halloween? What? The McRib is back. Let me finish. The week of Halloween, or the week prior, is when it came back. Mm-hmm. I've ate. Today I ate my seventh McRib. You're a trailblazer. I'm a trailblazer. And we're all wishing we could live your life. That's what I'm saying. Because what happened to me was I was working. I saw a McDonald's and I said, oh, my app, my trusty McDonald's app, which you're a fool if you don't use the Yeah, they'd be hitting you with them saves. So I thought I could get a chicken sandwich dollar purchase. It logged me out, wouldn't let me log back in. Devastated. (laughs) So I thought, I'll just go and get something off the dollar menu. I got to hurry. Pull up. The lady said, sir, we'd like to let you know the McRib is back. My fate was sealed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Great, great sandwich. You got anything else? What do you got? What you got going on? What you got planned? I haven't even looked up the responses to our question last episode. So you tell us what you got going on. Um, just McRibs, man. I want to take more time to talk about the McRib. It has. It may have the nutritional value of a yoga mat. That may be true. We got told that in school. It's a darn good yoga mat. I was about to say, if something is consists of dog crap and um, cow. No, let's go even further. Dog crap and cat piss, and it tastes like a McRib. I'll have six in a week. <laughs> I don't care what's in it. All right, I wasn't put on this earth to care about what goes into my body. You know what I mean? Come on, give me a break. Give me a break. I agree. So, our question last episode was, "What is your favorite Phase One MCU movie?" Because I don't know if you remember, we talked about that. Yes, of course. We got two votes. Wow. <laughs> um, it's a 50-50 tie between Iron Man. You mean there was a 50-50 tie when there were two voters? Exactly. My they God. didn't have the same opinion. So Iron Man got 50% of the votes, so one vote. <laughs> nice. And then Captain America, the first Avenger, got the other one. I couldn't, so just I like couldn't Civil, disagree more. Just like Civil War, lines have been divided. Anyway, um, next episode, what are we going to talk about? Unless someone gets another topic, our mom said, oh, who's the best Batman? It's George Clooney or something. Uh, I believe she said that. Exactly. So we're probably going to do, uh, we're going to take characters who have been played by multiple actors. My cell phone is destroyed. We were just shot. Yeah, it just shattered. Uh, we're going to take characters who've been played by multiple actors, discuss and decide who's the best. So, you know, you got Batman, Spider-Man, Captain Kirk. Robin uh, Hood, James Bond. Robin Hood, James Bond. Um, uh, I'm sure his some historical figures. Doc Holliday. Doc Holliday. Didn't know he played by anybody else. He did. Uh, Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp. King Arthur, I'm sure. King Arthur. Genghis Khan. <laughs> John Wayne takes that. John Wayne every takes time. the cake. Um, the character from True Grit. Rooster Cogburn, not a real person. Rooster yes. Cogburn. Uh, but no, we're going to. The Reverend King. The Reverend King. Superman. We're going to go down the list and we're going to knock them out and we will come to a conclusion. 
It's going to be beautiful. Unless there's a better topic. That's probably what's going to happen. So, uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. Show somebody the podcast. At this point, we don't even care if they would like it. That's what I'm saying. I've told y'all once already in the showings. A lot of this stuff I don't like. Uh, yeah, like no. And I'm here. I'm in the midst of this battle. Yeah. I, like this is every week is a struggle for Ethan. And uh, so, yeah, just, I mean, is it going to kill you to share it? Right. Will you die from sharing it? That's no, I don't, think so. I don't think so. It's free. We're not charging anybody for this. Right. I wouldn't dare charge somebody for this. I wouldn't charge them, not uh, monetarily, nor would I physically charge somebody. I for... Now, if you don't watch, perhaps I will. I'll charge your phone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, share it with somebody. Who knows, man? Who knows what can happen? Just send the share. Maybe your cousin's best friend's daughter's husband's dad's cousin is some big guy in Silicon Valley and he sees it. He sees it and he goes, I got to get this to Jake T. Austin. He says, this may be the worst thing I've ever <laughs> he listened goes, to. Why did you send this to me? And then hires assassins to kill he, us. He says nothing, but his funeral is the next day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He goes, I am a multi-billionaire, and I I don't think there's a reason to live anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, what's the thing we say? I always forget it every week. Um, every two weeks, actually. We would say it's over, but, but it's, it's never, never over. over. No, no, it's, we would say goodbye or something, but goodbye means it's over. And it's never over. Thanks, everybody. Y'all have fun, kids. Thanks for listening. I don't think that's it, but uh, who cares? Hey, look, it'll work. It'll work. It'll it'll do. I'm going to go play some Animal Crossing. That'll do her. I don't know what Animal Crossing is. Pretty fun. Stuff. See you guys around. See you later, kids. <laughs>